0: Hello and welcome to the 511 Edify podcast where you can get the 511 on edification, encouragement, and occasionally exhortation. I've got a thought on my heart today uh, that I wanted to share with you, but before I do that, I want to be sure that I start and stop the same way, and that is with prayer. So if you would, uh, go to with me to the Lord in prayer today. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for an opportunity to uh Put out a podcast, Lord, in order to try to be an encouragement, uh, to try to edify, and to try to exhort the brethren, the saints of God, and anybody else who may be listening. Lord, we just pray that this podcast would find folks healthy and well. We pray, Lord, that Your blessings would uh, be with everyone, Lord, who may come into contact with this, who may listen to this. I uh, pray that it just be a blessing and encouragement, Lord, to the ones who will be able to tune in. We pray that You would give us clarity of thought today as we. Dive into your word, into just one verse that we'll look at today. Lord, I pray for that one who may be listening, who's discouraged or defeated or disappointed. We pray, God, that you would help them to be built up and picked up from the word of God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for all that you do. Thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. I trust that you are doing well today. I trust that you've had a good week. Thank you for those who tuned in last week to our intro to this podcast, but today we will be looking at our first episode, and we will come right out of the Bible, uh, Psalm 139. I want to read verse 14 to you. Uh, The Bible says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Uh, This verse uh, has been quoted and has been used countless times Throughout uh, my Christian life, throughout my ministry, to try and uh, deal with a subject or to try to deal with a topic that I want to look at for just a little bit today. And that is quite possibly the topic that you may have have thought about at some point or another or at some point here recently. And that is the topic of self esteem. Uh, As I said before, I want to be an encouragement to you, I want to edify you, and I want to exhort you occasionally. But I want to also take the Word of God here today, and I want you to understand that, number one, your identity is in Christ. Uh, As a Christian, we have to understand that our identity is in Christ. Uh, We are not our own. We've been bought with a price, and that price was precious. That price was great. Uh, That price cost Jesus Christ his life, and he died for you and I, and I thank God for that. Uh, we wouldn't be able to have any kind of life, much less an abundant life, if it were not for the price that Jesus paid for us on the cross at Calvary. I'm thankful the story doesn't stop there. We uh, we all know that the story doesn't stop there, but that Jesus rose again the third day and uh, conquered death, hell, and the grave. And he did that for you, and he did that for me, and for the sins of the world. And I'm thankful for that truth. But what I've come to find out is, even though... We're saved, even though we trust the Lord. You may be listening today and you say, Preacher, I was saved at a young age. I've been saved recently. Whatever your testimony is, what I have come to find out is there are times when we get discouraged, defeated, or disappointed. And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes uh, a source of that, I believe, comes from we begin to look inwardly. We begin to look at ourselves and we begin to uh, have thoughts or have feelings about ourselves that don't match up with uh, our expectations for ourselves. So I want to look at this verse and I want to try to couple it with some encouragement for you. And I want to hopefully have you walk away from this I hate to be cliche, but hopefully walking away from this, feeling better about yourself and, and and walking away being encouraged, like I said last week, being picked up and then being edified, which is to be built up. So looking at our text verse that we have today, Psalm 139, 14, he starts out and he says, I will praise thee. Uh, just a Psalm of David here. Uh, David says, I will praise thee. And then he goes into why. But before we look at the why... You have to purpose in your heart, child of God, that you're going to praise him. He didn't say, I might praise thee, or uh, there's a good chance, or there's a possibility that I'm going to praise the Lord. But he says here, I will praise thee. That's him promising God that he's going to praise him. But I also think, uh, Christian, that it's him promising himself, him telling himself, I am going to praise the Lord. No matter what's going on, no matter what's happening, I'm going to purpose in my heart that I'm going to praise the Lord. He says, I will praise thee. Then he gets into the why. The why says this, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You say, preacher, I've seen this verse. I've heard this verse. I've read this verse. Uh, where are we going today? So I want to look at that. He says, I will praise thee. Why? For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. What you have to understand is when you look in at yourself, and there are expectations that aren't lining up with reality, when you look at yourself, and and I listen, let me preface this by saying I'm not excusing sin. Uh, I'm not saying that if you've got sin in your life, you're fine. It's okay, look past it. I'm talking about the child of God who's doing their best to live for God, but you still look inward and you're not happy with what you see. Um, what you have to understand is that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has made you carefully. He has handcrafted you in such a way that he has has made you, number one, to his image, but he's made you in the design that he intended for you to be. He says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you. We have to understand we are his creation. We are his product. And, and, you know, a lot of people will say, I get it all the time. And I'm sure uh, at some point or another you've got it, or if you have kids, uh, your kids get it. But a lot of people will say, Preacher, you look just like your dad. You and your dad have so many similar features. Uh, with Maddox, our son, you know, looks like his mom, looks like his dad, whatever. We'll try to uh, look at a young person and say, Man, they've got their dad's nose, or they've got their mother's eyes. Or whatever the case may be, we, we try to compare children to that of their parents being physical features. You may even go a step further to, into personality and things of that nature. He acts like his dad. He walks like his dad. Uh, I've got all kind of that stuff. He, he That look he gave me, that grin uh, reminded me of his dad. Or you may go a step further, reminded you of your grandfather or, or, or grandmother, whatever, whichever it may be. Um, so it's, 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 it's easy to make the correlation that we take on characteristics of our parents. When Jesus, uh, when Jesus died for us, uh, he came and he died for that sin, and he died for the sin of the world. He didn't just die for the rich or the poor or the popular or the unpopular, whatever. He died for the sins of the world. Let me make that clear. So when God made us in his image... And made his son in his image and his likeness, we were fearfully and wonderfully made, so I, as a Christian, especially if I have been adopted into the family of God, if I am a child of the of the king, I should take on characteristics, I should take on uh traits, I should take on personality uh, of my heavenly Father, and I can do that when I understand that I have been fearfully and wonderfully made that God made me exactly like he wanted me. You say, preacher, I look in the mirror and I don't look like I want to look. You say, preacher, I look in the mirror and I I see blemishes or I see flaws. Understand that God made you exactly, exactly like he wanted you. Uh, I can't get this message across enough to young people. Man, our young people are told if they don't look a certain way, if they don't have a certain kind of clothing, if they don't shop at this store or that store. And and we look at our as appearance has been so modernized and commercialized and Hollywoodified, if that's even the word, probably not. But it's it's we're we're getting our image from movies and we're getting our image from TV and shows and all this kind of stuff when really we can look right in the mirror and be happy with how we see ourselves because we have been fearfully and wonderfully made by the king of kings and the lord of lords. So I just want to try to encourage you today and edify you, pick you up and build you up by letting you know that even though to you, you may say, preacher, I don't like how that looks. I don't like how this looks. You may not be happy with how you look, but understand this. God made you a specific way. God made you the exact way he wanted you. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully And wonderfully made, but notice this. He goes on to say, Marvelous are thy works. You may be discouraged, defeated, or disappointed today, but understand God still has so many marvelous things that He has done, not only throughout the course of time, but He has so many wonderful things that He has done in your life. Look what he says after this, marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. We should all be able to pull out a pen and write that down on a piece of paper, not just read it from the word of God, but write that as a personal testimony that marvelous are his works and that my soul, not just David's soul, but that my soul knoweth right well. I can take some time and tell you about the marvelous things that God has done in my life, and the great and mighty things that He's done in my life. And there's so many things, child of God, that He is even doing right now that you and I may not be aware of, but He's doing those things uh, behind the scenes. And He's doing those things in, in ways that you and I can't even imagine. But we have to understand it starts with, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We can piggyback from that. He has a plan for me. He made me a certain way. He gave me certain traits because he has a plan for me. And because he has a plan for me, I can I can enjoy and I can understand that marvelous are his works, both past, both present, and then future. Uh, he, he's done many great things in the past. He's doing marvelous things right now. And I can rest in the fact that he's gonna do great and mighty things. The Bible says, which thou knowest not. Marvelous are thy works that my and that my soul knoweth right well. So we can praise him because we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We can praise him because marvelous are his works, but it's it's much more personal than that. We can praise him because we know it's not just something we've heard that God is good. It's not just something we've heard that, man, he's done these great things. But I would be willing to bet if you're listening today and you're a child of God, that God has done many, many great things in your life. And here is where my thought stems from. I see Christians defeated. I see Christians discouraged. And quite frankly, I see Christians disappointed. And I believe that's a that's a part of life. We're, we're not uh, things aren't always going to go like we want them to go. Therefore, we're going to be disappointed. Right? Uh, I wanted it to work out this way. It didn't, and man, I just got disappointed, uh, defeated. I wanted the outcome to come this way. I wanted I wanted to win this situation, but I feel like I've lost, or I am suffering loss. Therefore, I am defeated. Uh, we could go on and on discouraged, man, how many child or how many children of God are, are, are sitting on church pews, are sitting in Bible studies, are coming to prayer meetings and they're discouraged because things aren't going the way that they want them to go. Here's my thought today. I, I said all that to say this, it's going to happen. You're going to get discouraged, defeated, deflated, disappointed. We could go on and on and on, right? But where I worry, where I really worry and where I'm really burdened for Christians is when all that compounds together and all those things come crashing down, all those walls come crashing down and a Christian ends up with the worst D word of them all. And that is depressed. Depression. Uh, Depression is a very real thing. Due to the sake of my podcast, I'm not going to sink headlong into this subject Uh, into this topic, but I will touch on it uh, because I, I don't feel like I could do it justice in an Edify podcast. But I do want to say, if you find yourself discouraged, defeated, or disappointed, and you don't come out of that, you don't begin to praise the Lord again, you don't understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made with a purpose for a purpose, and you don't remember, you allow circumstance or you allow Satan to block your memory or to distract you from the fact that marvelous are his works. And and you even fool yourself into the doubt of, does God care about me? Does God come through for me? You know he does. You know he does. You, you could write a book probably about all the times that he's come through for you. There's no need as the song says, there's no need to doubt him now. So I wanted you to to get from this today there's a possibility. Man, if you're if you're listening today and you come to this podcast and things are clicking in your life, things are going well in your life. You don't even have a prayer request, which I find probably hard to believe, but you say, "Preacher, things are going so well." Listen, I thank you for tuning in anyway. But there's a chance that you're listening and I'm not talking about something necessarily that is consuming your life that you're discouraged about or just has you all to pieces that you're defeated about or disappointed about, but maybe just an area of your life that fits that criteria. So what I want you to do is understand, make up in your mind, purpose in your heart, that you're going to praise Him, that you're going to show up at at, at your body of, at your fellowship, your body of believers on Sunday, you're going to show up and you're going to praise the Lord. Maybe that situation didn't go like you wanted it to. Maybe that you didn't get that promotion. You didn't get to go on that trip. Whatever it is, that relationship fell apart. Uh, whatever it is that you're uh, upset about or that's going on in your life, purpose in your heart that you will praise the Lord anyway. Why, preacher? It didn't go like I wanted it to. Why? Because you're not praising the Lord for, for doing things like you want them to do. You're praising the Lord because you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're made with a purpose for a purpose. You're praising the Lord because even though that situation didn't go like you wanted it to, how many times has God come through for you before? Marvelous are his works. And you know that, and I know that. So it's imperative that we don't dwell and rest and, and, and live in the discouragement or live in the defeat or disappointment Because when child of God, when you do that, it's so easy to slip off that slippery slope into depression. And it's my prayer, and I'm going to pray in just a second. It's my prayer that you don't allow yourself to slip off into a depression. Depression is a very real thing. Depression is a very dangerous thing. And depression can totally knock a child of God off their axis as it pertains to their family, their job, their church going, their relationships, their walk with God. Depression can really throw you for a loop. And it's my goal to keep people from that dangerous condition of depression. So if you find yourself discouraged, defeated, or disappointed, I want you to be built up. I want you to be picked up. I want you to be edified and encouraged. I'm exhorting you if you hadn't already figured that out to get into your Bible, to praise the Lord, no matter what you got going on, no matter what's happening in your life, praise him anyway. You're fearfully, wonderfully made, child of God. God loves you. I love you. I thank you for listening. I want to pray with you one more time before we dismiss. I'm, I'm coming to the end of my thought. Go with, Pray with me if you would. Heavenly Father, I, I love you. I thank you, Lord, for uh, whatever audience you give me. If it's one person, I thank you for them tuning in. God, I pray that if that person or a person that's listening would have an issue, Lord, something going on in their life that they don't understand, that they can't figure out, that's got them defeated, discouraged, or disappointed. God, I pray. I pray right now, Lord, that they will understand in their heart that you've got a purpose for them, that you love them. Lord, that that you've made them fearfully. You've made them wonderfully. And Lord, I pray that Lord, their self-esteem, how they view themselves will be looked at through the lens of the Bible, through the lens of the Heavenly Father, through the lens of our Creator. And Lord, I pray that me, my family, will praise you. I pray, Lord, that those listening will praise you because marvelous are thy works. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening today. If you need to contact me, Pastor Jake, W P B C at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you via email. Uh, share this, like this, uh, send it to your buddies, uh, send it to somebody who might need it. I uh, pray that this uh, gets out to those that could be, it could be a blessing to, and you can help me do that if you would. Hope to see you next time. Hope that you tune in again next Friday or whenever you are able to catch this. God bless you. Have a good day.